Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news. Montana. Welcome in. Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Maybe you're watching in statewide television, SWX Montana television. Either way, we're happy to be with you here on a Tuesday. I'm Coulter Nuanas. Broadcasting to you live from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, new to Montana. They're located at the corner of Stevens and Mount here in the Garden City. You can also find them online at nwmsrocks.com. I, of course, have Coulter Nuanas. Thanks so much for being with us. This is your one-stop shop for all things sports across the Treasure State each and every weekday right here on ESPN as well as SWX. You want to listen in some other way besides those two platforms, you can join us online. We stream the show every day as well as ESPN Radio 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Just head on over to 1029ESPN.com. That's 1029ESPN.com. Or... You can give us a call, shoot us a text, be involved in the show any way you want. 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. All guests will join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. You can also watch the show on YouTube. 
Just go over there and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're going to get things started off. It's been an interesting deal because uh, we always like to have the coaches of the teams that the Montana schools are playing on the show. And it's been kind of hard to get a hold of guys. So I'll get you through that logistics here in just a minute. But we'll be joined by Bo Baldwin, head coach from Cal Poly. Uh, his team takes on the Grizzlies of Montana here in uh, Missoula, homecoming Saturday. So we get to Coach Baldwin in just a few minutes. Let's hear from Troy Anderson. Montana State standout. Uh, a couple thoughts from his uh, press conference on Saturday after the Bobcats win over San Diego. Also going to hear from Trevor Weldell. He's a reserve offensive lineman for the Grizzlies, but he's doing a big fundraiser car wash. It's actually right by my shop. It's right across the street. That's actually kind of how I found out about it. But very cool. Raising uh, money for the Montana Food Bank. So uh, always a good cause, and uh, we'll give you more information when Trevor jumps on here about 4.30. Also going to hear from one of our favorites around here, Bruce Barnum. Portland State, they play, uh, they host Montana State, one of the the bigger Big Sky games of the week, but they're all big because this is uh, definitely a big weekend with the opening of conference play. But Bruce Barnum, Portland State, they take on Montana State in the City of Roses on Saturday, so we'll catch up with Coach Barnum in hour number two. We're also going to be joined by kid I'm loving to get to know, man, Zach Cruz. He's a senior at Missoula Sentinel. Uh, awesome dude, fun to chat with always, and he's a future Grizzly as well, and he has Sentinel rolling right now. They're 3-0 and this year. They have a 13-game winning streak, uh, so we'll hear from Zach in just a quick minute. We go down to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line, though. This is fun because between Washington, who played Montana to open the year, Western Illinois, we haven't heard from an opposing coach that's playing the Grizzlies yet because neither of those teams had any facilitation for outside media. And uh, on the Bobcat side of things, we've only heard from Dale Lindsay, the head coach from San Diego. So a different world here in 2021, but we're happy now to be back in the Big Sky Conference play, most particularly for me, because I get to catch up with guys that I've known for a long time, including this next guy, Bo Baldwin. He's the head coach for the Cal Poly Mustangs. He spent nine seasons in the Big Sky Conference previously as a head coach and more than a decade all told at Eastern Washington. Coach, good to hear from me, my man. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's good to, good to be back on. So just some history. You, right? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, some history for our listeners. For Coach Baldwin and I, I actually first started covering Central Washington when I was right out of school, and he had just been there. And so then he went to Eastern Washington, returned to Eastern Washington. So I was going up to some Eastern games when I was living in Ellensburg. And then all of a sudden, this all evolves into us doing Skyline Sports. So we talked to Coach Baldwin every week, and now here we are uh, with Coach Baldwin after leaving the Big Sky for a few years back in the Big Sky. So let's start there, Bo. You, you have a little hiatus uh, pe- coaching in the Pac-12, but now you're back in the Big Sky Conference. You open Big Sky Conference play in Missoula, Montana on Saturday. What are your thoughts just about the opening of conference play for your team? Uh, it's exciting. I mean, it, it's uh, like I said, it's just, you know, just feeling that that true, you know, the spring was odd. We all know that. The spring was kind of an odd deal. There wasn't a lot of, for us, there really wasn't any prep going into it. I'm talking like off-season prep and that. So this feels closer to we still are a long way away but it feels closer to you know having that true off season and still in your you know just your values what you're all about your system i mean there's a lot of change with us so it's uh but it's exciting um but it tell you what it's a challenge every time you turn on this film man there's uh including obviously the opponent we're gonna play play this weekend in montana i mean these programs are ascending you know and i you know and i was i was here just five, six years ago, whatever it was, yeah, about five years ago, 2016, the last year, um, it's different. It really is. But I mean that in a compliment to all these programs. 
No question. We'll get into some of that, the evolution of the league while you were away and now with the Sasa League right now. But let's go back a little bit because I want to ask you about what you just mentioned. I think both the values of your program when you were at Eastern Washington the last time you were a head coach, as well as the system you guys were running, undeniable the success uh, that that were that the, each of those elements were successful for you you during your tenure at Eastern Washington. What are those things? But also, are they applicable at Cal Poly? And what's similar in terms of building Cal Poly? And what's different about building Cal Poly when it comes to both what you want your program to be about and what your program's running? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it is very applicable. I mean, I, I wouldn't have wanted to take this job if I didn't think there's a high, high ceiling for what we can be in the big sky. And sometimes things don't happen overnight. They never happen overnight, let's be honest, um, especially when you're making, you know, 180 changes like we are on offense. And that's not taking anything away, you know, from what they're doing before. It's just vastly different, you know. So it's going to take um, not just, certain players but also the players that are in your program that are good football players but developing a different type of skill set with them uh, but I, I absolutely believe um, that that we can get to a level uh, very similar to what we were doing at Eastern Washington in terms of the type of kids we get uh, and then really how we develop them that's the biggest thing I'm I'm hitting these with these guys and that's the kind of what you talk about um, with your values and what you are every day and, and just the day-to-day piece, that that is where we're, we're stressing. We stressed it last offseason. I mean, right now we're in the meat of the season. So we're on top of that and we're attacking every week and, and we know it's a challenge in front of us. But when you're talking about year after year after year, it's really assessing how do we get to a point where we're putting the product on the field from September to December um, that makes us proud, that, that, that is something where we can be competitive well. That, that takes absolute full commitment from January to August. So that's the part of it where, you know, kind of the evolution that uh, that will be going on in the offseason and every offseason. And, and those are things we, we did at Eastern. I was just fortunate to follow Paul Wolf, who, who set a great foundation with that. And then we'll, uh, you know, we were able to build off that. And, and uh, we're going to do the same here. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. It's our Across the Sidelines segment presented by Mike Nugent and Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate. The world of real estate, it's always evolving. That's more true now than ever. If you're a longtime Missoulian or a longtime Montana that's looking to upgrade or downsize, it might be the best time yet for you to sell. If you're in the position to buy something new, today might be the best time for you to buy. And no matter what questions you might have when it comes to residential or commercial real estate, Mike Nugent, the professionals at Berkshire Hathaway in Missoula. They have all your answers. Give them a call today, 406-531-1802. That's 531-1802. Bo Baldwin, Cal Poly head coach, joining us here on ESPN Radio. And, Coach, I want to ask you about the the when you left the Big Sky Conference in 2016 to now. When you left, how would you describe just the identity of the league and how is it different now? I know you haven't embarked on this latest charge yet but just uh i know you've seen some teams especially with the spring season and all that uh but what what, what would you say the identity was the of the league back in 2016 and how much different is it now uh you know i think it's it, i mean it's always been a strong league and we know that you know so the identity was still strong in 2016 and and if i go all the way back to you know 2003 when i first got in the league 2008 when i took was able to take over as a head coach so it's always been strong it's just what I'm seeing is every program, wherever it was, 
for the most part, I feel like. And, and I know win ever someone has to win and someone has to lose every weekend, so it doesn't can't always reflect it just on wins and losses. But when I look at program to program, just their personnel, their size, their speed, their strength, their ability to go, you know, play up a level. And even if they're not winning some of these games, you know, we've shown obviously that we've won, but even some of the teams that have lost, you know, playing FBS teams, they've been in tight ball games, you know? So my point is I see very few programs descending. How's that? I see almost every program, man, they look different than they did on film five years ago. They look bigger. They look stronger. They're able to go up and compete with so-and-so or so-and-so, you know, at another level. And it's like team after team after team, you say that about, you know, so it's, uh, that makes it a serious challenge, but that's a credit to my opinion, to the coaching, which in this conference that I'd, I'd be hard pressed to say you can find better overall coaching in an FCS conference anywhere. Um, I think the coaching in here, the stability of some of these programs now having had some coaches in place for a while and building it. And then the commitment of those specific universities, the commitment to the facilities and the commitment you know, I don't know all the details, but it looks like there's some commitment to training table and, you know, and summer stuff and, and the different things that takes to take an FCS level to be closer to FBS level type of, type of program. It is a good point because I think that almost everybody in the league has made a commitment to football, to, to, to making football matter, to making sure football matters. And so uh, I do think it's an interesting fold because you're right. I think the, also the influx of so many great coaching staffs into the league is uh, a huge impact as well. It's a great point you made there too. Coach Baldwin, Bo Baldwin, the head coach at Cal Poly, joining us here on ESPN Radio. So let's talk about that element of this thing, Coach. Uh, you're coaching staff a lot of recognizable names especially for a guy like me who's covered the big sky conference for a long time and uh, you know from guys that were great former players for you to a guy like paul wolf uh, who is also an outstanding head coach of this league just take us through your coaching staff what you did to assemble it and what sort of advantages you hope that gives you because you do have so many guys that are familiar with this league yeah i mean i'm I'm very fortunate um with the staff that i've been able to assemble um and we've got a I think a good mixture of both youth, you know, that youth, that energy, that passion, um, that, you know, cause you need that passion in recruiting. You need that passion, you know, just with everything you're doing the day to day and the long hours, but also with some veteran guys and some guys that you just can't put a, you know, put a price on what they bring to the table. Like you mentioned with Paul Wolf and then, you know, also a guy like coach Clemens on defense, who's been in the conference before and been in some other areas, um, as well. A couple of our veteran guys on O and D, um, but with that, you know, more than anything, the staff being able to assemble guys that you trust and that you know and that they know your system and, and they know what you're looking for, I like a good mix of that. But I also still wanted to bring in, you know, four or five guys that, uh, you know, that I got, you know, basically they're recommended. You go interview them, you do that. But four or five guys that can bring new ideas too. Because I think you got to be careful of just, well, I'm going to go hire all my good old boys because what we've always done is, is going to continue to work. And like in business or in anything, you start thinking that way, you're going to get passed up. So, but you also don't want to, you want familiar, you don't want zero familiarity either. So we, we have a good mix, but we also have a good mix of guys coming in, you know, from Boise, from San Jose, from Fresno, you know, that can uh, bring in some different ideas as well. Obviously Paul Wolf's been at a few different places as well. Um, so it's, it's exciting to, to have a group that, uh, 
you know, that understands what you, you're looking for as a head coach, you've worked with before, you've coached some of the guys, you've coached with them, but also have fresh ideas as well. I think one of the the most fascinating folds of when you talk about the system transition that Cal Poly is going under, Paul Wolf is a guy that has a, a well-known and well-earned reputation as one of the great offensive line coaches, period. I mean, period in the country, no question. And so the fact is, when I think about transitioning from the triple option coach, I know that a lot of fans and people that follow the game, they think, you know, the quarterback's going to have to learn how to throw. The receiver's going to learn how to catch. To me, I'm thinking about these offensive linemen because it's so objectively different what they're doing uh, in a more traditional spread-type spread type scheme than uh, with a lot of the cuts and, and down blocks and stuff they're doing the triple option. So how does that marriage work? How, how important is Coach Wolf's expertise in sort of helping reshape your offense from an offensive line perspective? It's incredibly important. And that's why, uh, that's why you, call, you know what you're doing, too, and you know what you're talking about because you're 100% right. You know, most of these QBs or receivers, you know, they've, they've been running seven-on-seven, seven, you know, and, and doing things coming out of high school. And, and even some of the guys that might have been in this system as a receiver, let's say, they were still not necessarily running this system in high school. Um, but the old linemen, they were recruited here specifically for this system, some of them from schools like De La Salle or other places that ran a similar system. So their and their body types sometimes aren't, um, you know, as ideal for what we're trying to do. So in fairness to those kids, they were, you know, they were scramble blocking, cut blocking, you know, every snap and maybe 275 pounds, you know, and, and that fit. And now Coach Wolf has taken those guys and we're also recruiting into some of those spots and finding ways then to get them to understand how to pass that and zone block and everything that comes with a gun spread. So it's by far. Um, they're all, you know, tricky transitions, you know, because you're running route trees now, not just two or three routes. Uh, QBs are full read progressions, not just, you know, taking a shot once every, you know, 15th play. So it is different, but we've also recruited some receivers and QBs into that system, and we've developed the others where the O-line, it, it takes a little time, and it is taking time, and we can see that. But, of course, the quarterback transition is a real one as well. Bo Baldwin, Cal Poly head coach, joining us here on Nuanas now. And, Coach, you had such an awesome uh, track record of developing, recruiting quarterbacks at Eastern Washington. I think a total of six guys were Big Sky Conference MVPs during your time at Eastern. And now one of those guys, Eric Meyer, who was a a multiple-time Big Sky Conference MVP, now coaching quarterbacks for you there. So how much has he added to the fold? And and, uh, what's it like being back the head coach that still has a lot of say in the offense and coaching that position? Oh, it's, I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun having Eric, and uh, I think he's got an incredibly bright future in coaching. Um, he, you know, in some ways, he started he started his college coaching career a little later because he was still playing arena league for about ten years. You know, so he was still playing, but he would come back and and coach one year with us at Eastern. You know, in his off season, coached another year at Central with some guys I knew. Um, continued to coach high school, so he'd been coaching, and then the last three years he spent with me at Cal. Um, but in terms of truly coaching a position, it's fun to see him growing because it's like, you know, it's one of his, the first times he's taking over, a, you know, a, a QB position room at this level. So it's, and, and he's, he's natural. He's just natural at it. And I saw that when he was working with us at Eastern a couple of those years um, and to be on the same page with him because he knows exactly. He spent three years with me at Cal. So we speak the same language. We talk to the QBs the same way. I know that when he's in that room, we're always going to be on the same page with what he's telling them, whether I'm in there or not. So, yeah, I have some input, and I get to talk to those guys. But 
we all are on the same page with, uh, you know, just our mindset and system and, and how we're teaching things. Across the sidelines, presented by Mike Nugent of Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate. Mike and the professionals of Berkshire Hathaway have all your answers, whether you're looking to buy, sell, whatever questions you have in this sometimes confusing market. To find out what Mike can do for you, give him a call, 531-1802. And remember, every question is good to ask. Coach, a couple more things for you before we get you out of here. First and foremost, I know that you've had a lot of battles with the Grizzlies in the past, and now you take your new version of uh, Cal Poly into Washington Grizzlies Stadium Saturday, homecoming in Missoula. It should be a raucous and fun environment. Uh, What is your anticipation of this game, and what's it going to be like for you being back on the sidelines in Missoula? Uh, I mean, always an amazing atmosphere, always a challenging atmosphere, but um, not just because of the fans, but also – what you're up against, you know, year after year, you know, playing the Montana teams over the years, um, you can go in there and play well and still, you know, not earn a victory because it is that tough. And they just, they know how to win there. Um, And this year is no different, if not to another level. You know, I've seen a lot of good Montana teams over the years, you know, and I remember, you know, facing off against Coach Houck's teams, both when I was an assistant and when, you know, my first couple of years as a head coach, and I would arguably say this one is right up there with any of them, you know, any of them, just with how they play, the, you know, just the, the mindset. They, they play with a passion and almost a, what I would call a recklessness, but they're in control. And that's what's amazing about it, how reckless they can play, yet still keeping it in control and not getting out of position. And that's impressive to see. And you can see it's an attitude. Um because so, it's one thing to just be, you know, fly around, blah, 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 but get yourself out of control. It's it's impressive to see. And that, but that's a sign of just a well-coached team, you know, that, that understands exactly how to play the game. And they're going to be a serious challenge, you know, for us. And we know that. And we're excited about it. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, you're going to have to be on it. Every play, you're, you're going you're gonna to be at your best on every play in that stadium against that opponent for sure. Well, I used to love when we used to have a weekly coaches conference call because I would jump on there and talk to every coach because I love learning about football. And I think you taught me more about offensive football than almost any coach that I ever talked to on that conference call we used to have through the big sky. Uh, but from your perspective then, what is the diagnosis of that Montana defense? How would you describe what they do? Because I've been watching this team live and in person for several seasons now. I started, I'm starting to get it now, but uh, it, it is a pretty complex scheme with a variety of fronts and pressures and coverages and all this stuff. So how would you just describe schematically what Montana's trying to do defensively? Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of times, kind of what I said, you know, they're, they're creating some chaos, but they're in control doing it. You know, it reminds me a little bit of when we were when I was at Cal facing Alex Grinch. Um, but I think, and this is taking nothing away from WSU or Alex Grinch, because I think he's incredible and did a great job. But I think there's times where I feel like they even present, Montana presents even more resistance with creating the chaos. So, you know, they're setting the tougher edges. They're, you know, they're bringing pressures that are tough to, tough to see, tough to pick up. Um, and they're doing that in a fashion that can really, like I said, they can really get an offense unraveled. But it's one of those things that you you look at, you study, you try to get a beat on, and it's hard. It is tough. And it's especially tough when you got 28,000 or however many that damn stadium holds now. Um, you know, screaming, it's allowed. It, I mean, I was in Austin Stadium with Oregon, you know, against Oregon, been in New UW Stadium when I was at Cal, and I still would argue to say that the loudest place is still there so it's you know when you add that piece to some of what they're doing it's 
you know, it, it can be challenging for those offenses. But the most impressive part, in my opinion, is the fact that whatever looks hard for the offense and chaotic for the offense seems like it's simple for those guys. And that's a compliment both to those players and just their understanding of it and their commitment to know exactly their alignment, their assignment. And it's a compliment to that coaching staff. Because if you can make something that seems like it can be difficult for an opponent, yet you make it look fairly simple on your side. And that was always kind of our mindset at times on offense. You know, I wanted to feel like what we were doing was simple. You know, when we had our great offensive years, what we were doing was simple, but it put pressure and was difficult on the defense. And I feel like they do a really good job of that on defense right now. Last thing for you, Coach. Then uh, We talked a lot about your coaching staff. You mentioned coaching staffs around the league. Uh, Coach Houck always pushes back on me when I'm asking about the experience of his coaching staff because he always says that that means I'm calling him old. But here nor there, they have a lot of coaches that have been around the block a lot of times and a lot of guys that have been throughout college football, throughout the West. So uh, do you have any specific connections to any of the guys on Bobby Houck's staff? And, and uh, more than that, though, how much do you think the fact that he does have so many veteran coaches contributes to, like you say, a team that seems like they're operating a really high-level execution wise yeah i mean there's no doubt i mean there and i have connections with a few of those guys and and obviously wolfie and rosie you know and that and that connection but there there are some others on the staff and and ultimately i have a you know i always appreciated so much the years that i got to be around coach out because i had so much respect for him and I, i i still remember um you know just having respect for I had respect for such the consistency because I think, you know, and I, and, and like even sometimes at Eastern people will talk about, you know, making a run and going to the national title. Um, but sometimes you can make a run in a year. I mean, you really can, you can make a run in a year, but when you show consistency, you know, in other words, back-to-back big sky titles, three out of four years doing things. And, and we were able to develop that fortunately, but before we ever did any of that while I was at Eastern, I remember seeing coach Houck's, teams and just the consistency they played with every week and the consistency they played with the big guy. I just had so much respect for that and appreciated that. And I even went and visited him when he was at UNLV the first couple of years. Cause you know, when you're competing against him, you can't go clinic with him. Obviously, you know, you're, you're going up against him. But the minute he, the minute he was at UNLV, I went there and visited with him a couple times. Um, my wife just thinks it's cause I wanted an excuse to go to Vegas, but that wasn't bad either. But, uh, but he, uh, it was fun to see what he was doing, how he was doing it. And I, and I definitely took some ideas, you know, there. And that was, I think, 2010, 2011, you know, my third year, my fourth year as a head coach. So, anyway, there, there, there's no question when you watch that team on, on the field. You know, when you see them go perform in, in the UW Stadium the way they did, there's a lot of, of culture and stuff that has been built to get to that point to go do that on a Pac-12 stage and then followed up the next week, not have any let down. I mean, there's a, uh, it's a, it's a well-coached ball, ball club with a great culture and, and they're doing a great job. Cal Poly at Montana, Saturday, homecoming, 1 p.m. Another thing that makes Coach Elk exceptionally happy because he likes only games at noon and 1. Bo Baldwin, he'll bring his team here to Missoula. It should be an awesome day. It's supposed to be beautiful weather here in Missoula. It's supposed to be an awesome afternoon, and we can't wait to have Cal Poly here in the Garden City. Coach, appreciate you taking so much time today. Thanks so much for joining us, and best of luck on Saturday. Appreciate it, Colton. Good to talk to you again, bud. Across the sidelines, presented by Mike Nugent and Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate. The world of real estate is always evolving. That's more true now than ever. If you're a longtime Missoulian that's looking to upgrade or downsize, it might be the best time yet for you to sell. 
If you're in the position to buy something new, today might be the best time for you to buy. And no matter what questions you have when it comes to residential or commercial real estate, Mike Nugent and the professionals at Berkshire Hathaway in Missoula have your answers. To find out what Mike can do for you, give him a call today, 531-1802. And remember, every question is good to ask. It's sort of funny because Montana opened up against Washington. They do not allow uh, interviews from outside media, whatever that means. I guess if you're not in Seattle as a beat reporter covering the team, no, no interviews for you. So we did not have an opposing coach interview for the Grizzlies week one. The uh, Bobcats opened up uh, against Wyoming. Craig Bull, St. Paulsey, he does not do uh, outside media. So we sort of had to scramble and get some a different guests for across the sidelines. Week two, Drake's head coach, Todd Stepsis, was t- kind enough to, to join us. But Western Illinois no longer has a sports information department. That's inconvenient <laughs> for guys like me that uh, work needing sports information desperately to help us with everything that we do when it comes to college sports. So no Western Illinois interviews uh, in week two for the Grizzlies, and the Grizz had a bye last week. And uh, on the Bobcat side of things, Dale Lindsey from uh, San Diego was kind enough to join us last week. So we've had a few, but now we're in a big side conference play. That means I got connects. It means we're going to get the guys. It's, it's fun, though, because I do like making the rounds. I love talking to all of these coaches from around the league because I do think, you know, it is sort of a cliche that you're always going to give praise to your colleagues, even if often they're your opponents. And all coaches are always going to say the other coaches are great coaches, whatever. But I think it's less lip service in this league than a lot of leagues. First of all, because a lot of these guys have coached around each other, against each other, and with each other for so long. But also, I think there's a distinct element of there's so many places in the big sky that are such great places to live And maybe they're not in a Power 5 conference or a gigantic market, but that's sort of the point. Like, you look at Montana's coaching staff, almost none of those guys, as Bobby Huck always says, has to be here. They're here because they like to live here. They like to coach at Montana. They like to live in Missoula. They like to be in the Big Sky Conference. They like to go fishing and golfing, hunting, and all that stuff. That's true for a lot of coaches that live in Bozeman and Pocatello and Flagstaff. And even the metro areas, Portland, Sacramento, it's certainly true at UC Davis. So I think it's an interesting dynamic because I think that you have a lot of coaches that have come uh, to the Big Sky or come back to the Big Sky as well. I mean, n- make no mistake, Bobby Houck is a next-level head coach at this level. I think Brent Vegan has some pretty darn good credentials, and he's building it. I know he's only three games in, but I do think that uh, he has a lot of pedigree considering his success at North Dakota State and coming from the Craig Bull coaching tree. Uh, I, you know, guys like... Jay Hill at Weber State, Dan Hawkins at UC Davis. Those guys are, are, I mean, Dan Hawkins has been in the Pac-12. I expect Jay Hill to be in the Pac-12 as a head coach someday. He's been a coordinator in the Pac-12. So I do think the narrative that there's a significantly better coaching in the league is a, is a real one. I mean, I don't want to throw people under the bus, but like Jeff Zamberlin was not, had, had no chance at Idaho State, you know. Um, I mean, Northern Colorado had a string of coaches that, that are nowhere close to in any sort of recognition, name brand recognition like Ed McCaffrey. I don't know if Ed McCaffrey can get it done, but Northern Colorado was losing and irrelevant, and now they have at least relevancy because they have a star head coach. I just think that there's a lot of great coaches in the league, and I don't think that's an overblown or puffed-up narrative. So on that note, because Big Sky Conference play begins this weekend, we will have coaches from across the Big Sky here on Nuanas Now all the time. So thanks so much 
to Mike Nugent and Berkshire Hathaway for sponsoring our Across the Lines here on ESPN Radio. A quick look at the Big Sky Conference docket uh, before we take a little break. We're going to get to Troy Anderson in, in uh, segment number two, as well as Trevor Wellnell. He's coming up as well. Troy Anderson, you already know who he is. Dylan Product, senior linebacker for the Bobcats. I just had a couple minutes of sound I wanted to share from him from Saturday's victory. And uh, then Trevor Weltnell, a reserve offensive lineman for the Grizzlies, but also the guy who's spearheading an awesome fundraiser here in Missoula. So that's coming up in just a minute. But here's a look around the big sky, the games that are on the docket. Sac State plays at Idaho State, 1 p.m. kick. Northern Arizona is at Northern Colorado, 1 p.m. NAU coming off of that completely unlikely 21-19 victory over Arizona. Uh, seems like a trap game going to UNC. I don't know if Northern Colorado is any good at all. It's still sort of a mystery how they are, but seems like a chance for a letdown for NAU. But if they don't have a letdown, then maybe this NAU team is for real and they could contend in this conference. We'll see. Cal Poly, of course, at Montana at 1 p.m. Montana State plays at Portland State at 3 p.m. UC Davis and Weber State, 6 p.m. Ogden, Utah. That's probably the game of the week. And not probably. That is the game of the week in the Big Sky. The only two ranked teams played each other. Uh, five teams ranked in the poll uh, this week. But the only two that are playing each other, UC Davis and Weber State. And then Eastern Washington, also an evening game uh, at Southern Utah. How's Troy Anderson transitioning to linebacker at Montana State? How can you help a Grizz football player raise money for the Montana Food Bank? All that and more next. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Spartans' winning streak is now at 13 straight after yet another triumph over one of the top teams in the state of Montana. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. The Missoula Sentinel football team has carried the momentum of last fall's state championship run into this season. After ripping off 10 in a row last year to claim the school's first Class AA state title in nearly 50 years, Sentinel moved to 3-0 this season with a gritty 29-21 victory over number 3 Kalispell Glacier on Friday night. Top-ranked Spartans saw Adam Jones score a pair of fourth-quarter rushing touchdowns to remain undefeated. Glacier power back Jake Randina scored twice on the ground, but that was offset by Sentinel senior Zach Cruz throwing a pair of first-half touchdowns to help the Spartans keep pace. Big Sky and Hillgate both had a hard time getting on track last week. The Eagles could not get on the scoreboard while six different Helena Capital players scored as the Bruins cruised to a 49-0 win in the Capital City. At Washington Grizzly Stadium, the number five Bengals of Helena saw future Grizz quarterback Caden Hewitt fire six touchdown passes all in the first half as Helena crushed Hellgate 63-6. In the Class A ranks, Jarrett Wilson continued piling up eye-popping numbers, throwing for 370 yards and six touchdowns to lead Polson past Ronan 62-8. And in Class B, Zula Loyola moved to 3-1 with a 39-12 win over Conrad behind 167 yards and three touchdowns on the ground from Taylor Reynolds. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. 
What up, Montana? Welcome back. Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana TV. You're watching. I try to curate the visual elements of this show a little bit. There's a little symbolism behind them. If you're noticing, I traded out my normal fire engine red hydro flask for this Big Sky Conference hydro flask. That's because Big Sky Conference play begins on Saturday. So I decided to get a little Big Sky gear out here. If you missed the big announcement, by the way, speaking of the Big Sky Conference, their deal with ESPN is already paying dividends. First of all, I thought the accessibility of the games uh, the last couple weeks, far superior. I got home from the Bobcat game last week, turned on Eastern Washington, Western Illinois, then we were watching Weber State, James Madison. There was no problem. Keep it on the same app, click over, boom, there it is. Over and over again, loved it. Big news yesterday, Montana, their game at Eastern Washington, if it was to play this weekend, that'd be four versus six in the recent FCS poll. Uh, they still have a game this weekend each. Montana against Cal Poly, probably a heavy favorite. Eastern Washington against Southern Utah, certainly a heavy favorite. Uh, before that showdown occurs on October 2nd in Cheney. But that game moved from ESPN Plus to ESPN2. So a national game for both Montana and Eastern Washington. So that'll be definitely a fun one. Uh, but I also have a variety of college football books in my library. If you're looking on TV, it's over here. Uh, but this one I pulled out of the shelf today. It's just called Heisman, the man behind a trophy. And it is the basically narrative and, and sort of biography of the man the Heisman Trophy was named after. My old man gave this to me after Christmas back in 2012. Actually, cool. I just I see his signature here. So that's uh, that's awesome. But this was definitely a uh, a cool book, a fun read of, about what has become synonymous with a sport. I mean, the Heisman Trophy is probably the most symbolic and uh, perhaps well, most well-known trophy uh, in all of college sports. I was at Bozeman on Saturday and uh, watched Montana State lambast San Diego, 52-10. to 10. The highlight of the day for me was watching Troy Anderson intercept a pass as soon as he picked it. I said to my brother out on the sidelines, that's housed. Troy Harrison with the ball in his hands is one of the most spectacular things I have watched in the Big Sky Conference. I know that he is the prototype linebacker size. He is a phenomenal athlete who, if he wants, is going to have an opportunity uh, at the next level at, on defense. That said, he is, for my money, perhaps behind only Cooper Cup, the best guy with the ball in his hands I have ever seen in this league. So when he intercepted a pass against uh, San Diego, I almost knew it was going to be housed. And then, of course, he took it 40 yards for a pick six. Uh, his first touchdown in Bobcat Stadium in quite some time, the, but the 34th touchdown of his completely unique, unorthodox, and decorated Montana State career. I had a little bit of a thought about um, – the fact that Troy Anderson, even if Montana State was to go all the way to the national championship game and win, only has 12 more games playing in the state of Montana. And that's a shame. I don't care if you're a Bobcat, Grizzly, don't like either of them, love one, hate the other. It's impossible to not think that this kid is just spectacular to watch. He, he does it the right way. He's an unbelievably hard worker. A small-town kid from Dillon, Montana, who's made his dreams come true and uh, – it's going to be a sad day when Troy Anderson does not play football in the state of Montana anymore. So I encourage each and every one of you that loves college football, that loves Montana, that loves great stories, that loves kids succeeding, take in as much Troy Anderson as you possibly can because you don't know what you got 
till it's gone. Troy Anderson, a couple minutes from post San Diego on Saturday. Ran uh, touchdowns into that student section about 100 times before, but uh, how is this one different? I don't know. This one was fun. I uh, dropped the pick last week, so kind of wanted to make up for it. And yeah, it's always fun running into the student section. Seems like you're a lot more comfortable playing the spot. How, how do you think you, you've settled in? Yeah, I think it was a little bit, I don't know, an adjustment the first couple of games. And yeah, I mean, now playing with Cal and Ty, and they're balling out, and our point he is really. Um, yeah, I feel way more comfortable. It's a lot of fun. I think we've played well. I think we've eliminated uh, explosive plays for the most part, which is a big thing, kind of making them earn everything we get. Um, yeah, I mean, we have a lot to build on and a lot to get better at, but I think it's a good start. Seems like the front end, the way you guys bring pressure, has diversified as the season's got along. So how much does that help just the performance overall? Oh, yeah, I mean, our D-line bunch of studs out there. I mean, if you ever just, my favorite thing ever in practice is to watch Chase Benson watch film. He's a, he's an animal up front. No one can really handle him one-on-one, let alone with, I mean, when they double him. So, you know, get him going and Andre and Hardy and all those guys up front, they really uh, make our job easier and make the defense as a whole kind of click. Mr. Daniel Hardy, I mean, he's, he's proving the notion that, that he can play with his hand in the dirt. So how would you evaluate him so far? Yeah, I mean, I, a couple times he, uh, it's just like, hey, you want to race to the quarterback? And he's pretty darn good. He's pretty fast at it. So, he, uh, yeah, he's playing great. I mean, I don't even know what his, how many sacks he has in the last two games. But, yeah, I mean, it makes our job easier. We don't have to play coverage for very long. When we have, can go get pressure with four, we don't even have to blitz very often. How's the mindset changes yet your big set conference play now? Yeah, I mean, it definitely changes. This is where it, it really matters. Um, since we've been here, since I've been here, haven't won a Big Sky Conference title, and that means a lot to us. And obviously, it's something that we're going to have to um, go take week by week. And yeah, so we're excited to head out to Portland next week and get it going. There you go, Troy Anderson, Montana State senior linebacker. Here on Nuanas Now, it's ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television, broadcasting to you live from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport boasts the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Go visit them online to check out all that inventory, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Montana State, they open up Big Sky Conference play at Portland State on Saturday. Hillsborough Stadium right outside the City of Roses. Bruce Barnum, your favorite guest on this show. Of course, one of my favorite guests on this show. One of the funniest men in America. He'll join us here on Nuanas Now in about 20 minutes. But right now, we're going to get out so we can get back in and tell you all about a little fundraiser that's going on, spearheaded by a grizzly from Helena. It's the Grizz Star of the Week featuring Trevor Wellnell. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. 
A man named Andrew Bird comes to Missoula. If you know, you already know. If you don't, you should get some Andrew Bird in your life. He's a, one of the most unique and talented musicians that are anywhere. I mean, and he's he's awesome when he comes to Missoula. But he is widely known as the world's greatest whistler. That's kind of the the moniker that he has achieved. And so, uh, gotta love having a little Bob Marley bringing you back on a Tuesday. But I uh, had to keep the mic off there for a little while because I had to whistle that one back in. Just working on you know someday maybe becoming. Like Andrew Bird. Of Coulter Nuanas, this is Nuanas Now. 1029 ESPN Missoula. Statewide television. SWX Montana TV. I'm broadcasting to you live from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. In just a few minutes, remember this number, 406-888-1029. Not now, but when I tell you to, 888-1029. We're giving away Tagliari Delicatessen. Tagliari Tuesday. Not yet, though. Something more, eh, not more important because sandwiches, those are very important. Well, time now for our Grizz Star of the Week presented by Bob Ward Sports and Outdoors. Bob Ward Sports and Outdoors have their big ski leasing event going on right now. Want to lease a pair of skis? Try out a pair of skis you never really tried before. Snowboards too. Head on down to Bob Ward's. It's an affordable way to get into some really nice, sweet, and maybe atypical skis and snowboards from what you usually might be riding on. So go on down to Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors, one of your local sporting goods experts for decades here in the city of Missoula. Our Grizz Star of the Week, we go a little bit outside of the beaten path here because this guy is the Grizz star of the week as much for his actions off the field as his actions on the field. He's Trevor Wellnell. He's a reserve offensive lineman for the Montana Grizzlies. And he's hosting an awesome fundraiser event on Friday. I found out about this because our ESPN studio, right next to Dazzler's Car Wash, there was a big remote down at Shields and we were hearing buzz about it. And then Trevor was talking to one of our sister stations, program directors, Aubrey, and she was saying, hey, next door to our spot, the Grizzlies are going to be doing a, a fundraiser car wash. So Trevor, tell us a little bit more about this. This seems like a really cool deal with a really good cause. Yeah, so um, for our class, um, I'm in event management here at the University of Montana, and we are partnering with Montana Food Bank Network. Um, they do a fundraiser. Their kind of fundraising month is the month of September. So they came to our class and were just asking um, if anyone had any ideas for fundraising on how they can uh, raise some money for uh, people with food insecurities in Montana. Um, and I actually partnered them with Dazzler's Car Wash because um, they agreed to donate 25% of profits. Um, and that kind of equates to $1 is equal to five meals for Montana Food Bank Network. Um, and we're going to do that on September 24th from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Super good cause. What sort of got you into this? I mean, what, what sort of made you think the food bank would be a good cause? It's a pretty obvious one, obviously, people around the community hungry. But just tell us sort of the details about your relationship with the food bank and what they do. Um, Yeah, so we kind of got to choose what we wanted to do. Um, uh, uh, his name was Bill and Julie. They came to our class and they just kind of talked about um, kind of what their kind of mission is. Um, and I mainly saw them. They were a part of the Open with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, now I can't think of who else. Tom Brady, Bryson, and then uh, Phil. They all played. Um, and they were kind of like the main uh, foundation that they were trying to raise meals for. So that's kind of where I heard about them. Um, and then seeing them come to our class and just kind of talking to us more um, is mainly the reason we went with them, um, just because we know about them and we know that they do a lot for the Montana communities. Um, so we wanted to keep that rolling. 
No question. It's our greatest star of the week presented by Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors here in Missoula. Trevor Wellnell, Hello, Capital Product, Montana Grizzly Offensive Lineman, joining us here on Nuanez Now on ESPN Radio. So the fundraiser is going to run from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. this Friday. That's the 24th Dazzler's Car Wash. If you're not familiar with where that's at, uh, we're out here on Radio Way. Well, fitting for us, being in radio, of course. We are right there across the street from Wells Fargo on one side, across the street from Buffalo Wild Wings on the other side. So they're just, just right there, right off of North Reserve. So you can head on down anytime between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. And like Trevor said, all of your car washes, a, a percentage of the proceeds are going to go toward donating to the Montana Food Bank Network. So uh, this is very cool. Is there anything else people need to know? Uh, they can bring donations themselves, too, in terms of food, right? Yes. Yeah, so um, if they aren't interested in getting a car wash, um, they can just bring food donations down. Um, and I, me or a couple of the other students that we we're doing this with will be accepting them. Um, and we just ask that they're unexpired or unopened. Um, but any food that helps um, is appreciated. Um, then we'll get it directly to the Montana Food Bank Network ourselves and let them distribute it. Well, very cool. A very admirable cause and uh, definitely something worth getting involved in. Again, Friday, September 24th, between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. That's operating hours at Dazzler's Car Wash. You can bring some food down and donate it, or you can come get a car wash. Some of the proceeds go to the food bank, or you can do both. It's getting to be that time of year. Every time of year is a great time of year to give back, but it's going to be that time of year where it's getting a little colder. People around our community, they need some extra help, and uh, this is an awesome way to do it, an awesome way to give back to a good cause. Trevor, because we got you here, let's talk a little about football. I know that uh, you've been working your way up uh, since you joined the Grizzlies a couple years back. I know your brother, Marcus, who's a starter now as a, as a redshirt junior, he's really having a breakout year. But just for you, what's it been like for you so far? Because you guys are playing some pretty darn good football there in Montana. Yeah, it's it's going fun. Um, I'm having a blast. I'm enjoying every day um, being a Grizzly. Um, it's pretty much everything I've dreamed of um, up to this point. I'm just still working on little things, weight mainly, um, working out um, technique and whatnot, trying to get it to be perfect. Um you know, the Grizzly O-line's looking better and better each year. Um, so I'm just trying to keep up with that um, and put some weight on and hopefully one day get my shot. It's but always an interesting deal because, you know, putting on putting weight on for us old guys like me, it's not that hard. <laughs> it's a little harder when you're a young guys working out all the time. What, is, what sort of things are you doing to, to go about putting on the weight? Because I always find this fascinating. There's a lot of different methods to, to putting on the pounds you need to play on the offensive line. The main thing that I've kind of done is just never be hungry. Um, I'm mainly just eating as much as I can. Um I, I eat often. Uh, the amount isn't necessarily huge. Um, I work. I uh, actually have gotten in contact with a restaurant in Helena, um, and they make me some meals. Um, and I just eat three or four of those a day, along with uh, snacks, kind of like beef jerky, trail mix. Um, just kind of constantly going um, and keeping my metabolism going, or keeping it, keeping the food going, so my metabolism doesn't completely wear it all out. Because we lift and exercise every day. Um, so yeah, just trying to build build muscle and get heavy. So this is exactly what I would be doing. I would be, with this new name, image, and likeness, I'd be calling up every restaurant in Montana being like, yo, let me be your endorser. I'll eat all the things. I'll eat the pancakes. I'll eat the burgers. I'll eat the pizza. All of it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's nice. Uh, kind of a family friend. Um, so it's, it's really working out for me, and I, I appreciate it.
Trevor Wilnell, our Grizz Star of the Week, presented by Bob Ward Sports and Outdoors. Dazzler's Car Wash, hosting a fundraiser car wash on Friday that Trevor's helping put on. 25% of all profits are going to go to families in need through the Montana Food Bank Network. You can also bring down unperishable foods to donate to the cause as well. Trevor, we appreciate it, man. I know you're busy. Best of luck this weekend with homecoming. The Grizzlies take on Cal Poly coming to Missoula for the first Big Sky Conference game of the season. But in the meantime, best of luck with the fundraiser, best of luck with the week, and best of luck with the season, my man. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So there you go, one more time. Dazzler's Car Wash, Friday. It's right next to me, right over here. If you're watching on TV, I'm pointing at it right now. Uh, right over here on North Reserve. Head on over. Get your car washed, truck washed, SUV washed, wherever you got. And a portion of your proceeds will go toward the Montana Food Bank Network. You can also bring non-perishable foods. So it's not an either or, it's not a both. If you want to bring food, don't want to get your car washed, great. Want to get your car washed? Don't want to bring food? Great. Want to do both? Great. Friday, come on over. Cool cause. Good job by Trevor Weldell. Held a capital product and uh, offensive lineman for the Grizzlies. His brother Marcus, older brother Marcus, ripping it up right now for the Grizzlies. Looking like an all-conference level player, so uh, good for him. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you hot. The guy you've been waiting for. I got texts all week. Is Barney coming on the show? He is. Bruce Barnum, Portland State head coach. Next here on Nuanas Now. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 